You know what, Tom Harry? There's a lot of counting down at this time of year, isn't there? Oh, yes. I mean, you've admittedly, the reason I'm doing this introduction is because we've just gone to a website called time.is and clapped in sync. But I was just thinking about it, like, yeah. there's lots of, like, countdowns to Christmas, there's advent calendars and everything else, countdowns to Game of the Years and all yeah. these things. Yeah. Um, countdown to I'm, death, I'm... yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Every day, every uh, day yeah. is a countdown to death, e- isn't it? Every day is a countdown to death. Wow, okay, that's... That's true, Tom Parry. And, you know, there's no better way to mark that countdown to death by completing some video games. So let's talk about them. It's Tom and Matt Attack. Depressing, right isn't it? <laughs> counting, I, know. Counting. I mean, I was I was gonna go into like, oh, it's December, oh, and you're like, yes, the, the grave is imminent. <laughs> I don't know, it's this dark weather, the dark foreboding weather. Um, sitting in the dark See, corner of this room, podcasting on a dark and gloomy day. Well, I mean, it's snowing here, so I mean, the yeah. only real dark gloom that I'm facing is, oh shit, I need to shovel my my driveway yeah. so I can get out of the house. Yeah, uh, over in the UK, they're complaining about it being, oh, it's a bit cold, isn't it? It's a bit cold. It's been and as mu- soon as the snow comes, the, you know, the whining will be all centred around the snow, of course. Won't it? Oh no, it's snowing, oh no. Well, I mean, as someone who admittedly lives in a country where snow is a bit more common than the UK. Yeah. I I find nothing funnier now than living here and just seeing how efficient like Danish communes go like right cool salt get out with the trucks go yeah. go go let's grit the roads let's do all these things I like I can almost guarantee the train I'm going to catch this afternoon will be there because yeah. the trains run on time the trains are not affected by this because the Danes just deal with it whereas in the UK it's like the war has come again, and like everyone's just freaking out. Because Never prepared for there's it. There's an inch of snow. All of the stew packs will be gone from the supermarket. All of the bread will be stripped from the shelves. There will God. not be a carton of milk to be had for days. I think, as a country, the UK is uh, very proficient at moaning and whining about things. Yes, we are very proficient about it. I've noticed it a lot more. Uh, since moving abroad, that is all we do as a people. Um, generally speaking, what British expats slash immigrants do is we all huddle together and we complain about the things that <laughs> we encounter on a day-to-day basis rather than going like, wow, isn't this cool? Um, so, Matt, are you going to yeah. complain about any video games today? Uh, probably not, actually. I've played quite a few good ones. Um, hmm. Right. Okay, let me get my soapbox out then. If you if you want to hear me rant about something, if you want me to bring me down to your level, Mr. People like that, society, though, don't yeah? they? I've noticed this. People like um, it when people criticise stuff or whine and moan about things. Yes, they do. I mean, yeah. it, it, obviously, like there's two reasons for that, I think. Not that I'm in any way a psychologist or anything of that ilk. Um, I think it makes them feel better about themselves because they can also go like, yeah, bloody hate that snow. Um, 
that's one reason of it. And I obviously the, the second reason why I don't like morning so much, even though I'm very good at it, is uh, I think it's pretty easy to do. It's pretty easy yeah. to go like, oh, this is shit. Um, it doesn't take much I, thought, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, you know, constructive criticism, yes. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna really like delve into, like, okay, why did I not like this? What is it that I do not enjoy? Is it the yeah. art style? Is it the music? Is it like that? Yeah. Takes a bit of thought. You just going, oh, it's bloody shit. It just takes no effort. <laughs> In a Welsh accent, the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, that takes a bit of effort. Um, but oh, it's bloody shit. It is. That was terrible. Right, okay. Oh, no, that's a See, very good as Welsh can, accent. As someone who can do a Welsh accent over the engine, I think I I'm qualified exactly to like tell you, Matthew. you. It's like I'm staring into a vocal mirror. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Tom. Um, sorry to all our Welsh listeners out there. Um, yeah, generally speaking, I think it's pretty easy to criticise stuff. One thing I will criticise, though, is... Not really a criticism in terms of a, oh, I don't like this. It's more, do you remember there was like a renaissance or like a couple of years ago, we just got loads of like really, really good little games. And okay. I, I mean things like Ridiculous Fishing, Threes, yeah. Luft You love Rams, Ridiculous Fishing in Threes. <laughs> oh, I, love, I love Threes. I've been playing um, a a mobile app that has been ripped off to death now because it's web-based called the Sukia game, which is um, small falling fruits and you have to like merge them into bigger fruit. It's, it's you tell me about addictive. this. It's very simple. Yeah, We probably talked there's about it in the mil- podcast. I think we did, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a version of it on the Switch and I, I've been playing that, but like, I need more. There's, there's not enough substance to that and the fact that it's not in an app or anything... Is something that I'm like, oh, I, I wish I had a threes. I need something of that ilk. I want a, I want a very good puzzle game that I can play on the go, that I can play amongst my friends and peers, uh-huh. and just be like, oh, uh-huh. do you, I got a three hundred and seven. Claire plays Wudoku. Yeah, but I, I don't want Sudoku. I don't want pick. But this isn't Sudoku. Want... It's Wudoku. Yeah, but it, it sounds very Sudoku-y. I don't know, I've never like, played it. Okay, fair enough. But like I, I want she something, Tom. And like I I'm sure I'm sure I will check out Wudoku. I will report back on Wudoku, but my fear is yeah. it's going to be something similar and very mathy, which is not what I want. So I've been yeah, looking. Okay. I, I literally went through the entire puzzle <laughs> selection on the PlayStation 5. I went through the Switch, uh, to look at like their noteworthy puzzle games. Um, and do you think the Switch weirdly, would be good for puzzle games? I, yeah? I would have thought so, yeah. I mean, the Sukiya game is there. I could buy a more robust version of that game. Yeah. But like, what I was running into on the Switch, other than like a million puzzle games called like Hentai Waifu, which is like, hmm, don't know how I feel about that, Nintendo, the store being full of this. This is very strange. Um, was, yeah. there was... There was lots and lots of stuff. There was like mahjong based or like very easy puzzle. Like, oh, this is a virtual jigsaw. It's not what I want. It's not what I'm after. Yeah. And ironically, as I'd given up hope of searching for this, I looked through the app store as well. I couldn't really find anything. All the the top puzzle games on Apple Arcade were stuff from previous years. It was stuff like threes. Um, 
there was nothing there that really struck me. And as as I had given up hope, I opened my emails and I saw that um, the the Playdit store has had some recent updates. They've got a thing called Catalog now where you can buy games. And there were like mm. three or four games. I was like, oh, that's where the little games are. They're on the little cranky thing. The little um, And so I, the little games. <laughs> and so I, I jumped up for joy and I ran around my house um, and I was like, I'm going to find my Playdate. I'm going to put it on charge. I'm going to go on a train. No, you've so not it's lost be it, wonderful. Have I have no fucking idea what it is. Oh, my God. That season of well, games to happened. be fair, I, you know, I spent some time in your house. I can imagine yeah. not being able to find something. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, that's a, that's a fair critique. And it is mm. the critique I'm sure will be levied mm. against me once I tell my wife, have you seen my Playdate? Um, but... I can't find it. Like, ironically, I know where the box is. I know yeah. I can show you the box for both the case and the play date. They must. Do you have a, they are... um, a case for it? Like, do you carry it in a case or something? It it has a um, you know the purple case that I got right. with the play date itself. Yeah. I've yeah. now seen they do an aqua case, and I was like, mm. ooh, do I buy an aqua case? I might. Well, do. purple. I might do if I can find the device. Purple sounds to me like it would stand out if you. you know. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Um, It is in the case, because the the case for the Playdate is very clever. It's got little magnets, which clicks on the back of the device, and then you flip it up, and then it magnets back. So you never have to take the case off it, so it's always there. It's very, very good. I like the Playdate. I want to play more Playdate games, but I don't know where my Playdate is. So that's my two rants. Um, One is there's no puzzle games on any major platform at the moment. And two, I'm shit at... Um, keeping track of my stuff and I can't find my play date. Oh, so dear. One's, see, I'll criticise myself while I criticise the state of the world, Tom. That's yes. kind of guy I am. Yeah. Well, I can criticise something if you want. Or oh, we can go, go on, into Tom. something more positive. Up to you. Go on, Tom. Air your dirty laundry. What okay. are you going to criticise? So, first of all, it, it again, this is constructive criticism. This isn't just a, a, a wine fest. But you know I've been playing Sonic Superstars for a good few weeks now. <laughs> yes, you've talked about nothing else on this podcast. Yeah, for a yeah. it's all I play. You know, for, the, for those whining about Sonic Superstars being too short, I think they need to get over themselves. Because uh, said it's, this. it's quite honestly the, the longest Sonic game, 2D Sonic game, I think there's ever been. So first of all, and how long do you want a 2D Sonic game to be? You don't want it to be 20 hours long, do you? Really? No, ideally, I want it to be like 30 minutes, and then I go, oh, that was nice. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so the idea Sonic of a super of long two, 2D Sonic game is it, sort of ridiculous to begin with, right? Yes, it is. Right, so I'm up, uh, I'm up to the final boss on the game. The last two bosses have been infuriating, um, and there's my criticism, and I feel like what's happened with this game is someone said, make this game longer. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we'll just make the right. last three bosses like really difficult. <laughs> yeah, um, right. Yeah. Um, I'm, at the risk of spoilers, Yeah. is the last boss Dr. Eggman? Yeah, it is. How did he Oh, get? my God. Yeah, Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, is, is one of the bosses before him Metal Sonic? No. Oh shit! Okay. No, it, it's 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 a generic robot. It's a generic robot. It's it's like the Metal Sonic boss battle from I think Sonic CD, but it's uh, yeah, it's more difficult and uh, it's a generic robot. In fact, it's the same sort of avatar robot you play as in the multiplayer you're fighting against in that 
particular boss battle. Okay. Um, but yeah, th- th- there's a there's a trend in these last few bosses where you think they're over, but they're not. And I know that's you know in a lot of video that, that's games. That's video games, Tom. Yeah. But it'd be nice if they stuck a checkpoint in the middle section of the boss, which they don't do. So, you yes. know, you get halfway through and, and it tell you what, the first stage of the bosses, at least the last three or so bosses, um, they're quite difficult, you know, and it's a yeah, major God. achievement just to make it through that. And of course, when when you maybe fail on the second part of the boss, you go back to the beginning of the boss. And in some stages, yeah. well, actually, if you if you get so frustrated with the game and then you leave it, you'll obviously have to do the whole level before the boss again. Every yeah. time you do it, yeah. and some of the levels in in um, Sonic Superstars are quite long, which isn't a criticism because it is, you know, it's a criticism in the fact that you can't just restart at a boss. Um, also, some where they where they put the checkpoint just before the boss, they also put two cutscenes on the last boss, so you have to skip the two cutscenes every time you replay the boss. Which, due to the difficulty of the boss, you will be having to skip multiple times that seems very ill-conceived yeah it does it feels like the game expects you just to do it first go um but i find yeah this particular last boss and the two previous to be fright quite frustrating uh so it's really laying down what is a good sonic game and i've really enjoyed my time with it and i think up to that point where this the bosses start getting stupidly long and requiring checkpoints which they don't have um, yeah. It really lets the game down, and it, it, it drops it a few uh, a few uh, points down on my uh, rating scale. I would say that's a shame. Uh, to take another leaf out of the book of the internet, why don't you just get good at the game? Yeah, this is it. This is it. I, I get frustrated when I see people who I think the day after the game had come out, they completed it, and then were reviewing it, and they were complaining about it being too short. Right, and I'm like. Yeah. Well, when I finally do complete this game, which I will do, some yeah. of that sort of achievement I feel will be taken away from me a bit because I know there's so many people out there who thought the game was maybe too easy, too short. My achievement of finishing what I've considered to be quite a difficult last section of the game doesn't feel like it's worth as much because there's plenty of people out there who, who seemingly found it very easy, unless they're just saying they found they're, it easy. They probably are just saying they found Like, let me... Oh, I don't want. I don't want this to turn into an internet therapy session. Yeah. Tom Parry, people on people online lie. People online love to lie. Yeah. They love to say, "Oh, I yeah. found it really easy because I'm a pro gamer." People struggle with stuff. I've talked about this. Yeah. I used to have a weird like, "Oh, I'm not going to tell anyone I play games on easy," but I play games on easy because, "Oh, I have yeah. time to sit there and grind for forty hours." It doesn't make any sense. It's mm. a waste of your time. Um. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. You will beat it. You will feel a sense of personal satisfaction, and we will hear about it in this podcast. And I'll go, "Good for you, Tom Barry." But I've effectively, I've seen the game now. I'm on the last boss. This is definitely the last boss. I thought it was the last boss two bosses ago, but this is definitely the last boss because it's Eggman and a big robot. You know, like, okay, then like yes, Sonic it's the 2. last boss. So it's the yeah. last spoilers. Boss. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, so I, I can safely say what could have been an eight in places is certainly a seven sonic superstars for tom parry is a seven and uh that's that's nice alliteration sonic superstars is a seven it could be improved with uh checkpoints added to the longer boss battles 
Yeah. And I think that okay. that's a, that would be a fair improvement. I don't think it would make it too easy. I don't know. Yeah. Some people might think it makes it too easy, but at least then put it in as an option. Put a slightly sort of easier mode on the game with a few more checkpoints, maybe. Do they not? Do they not have an easier mode on the game? I was about to ask that actually. If you could like play an easy difficulty and then checkpoint. You know what? I'm not. I don't think so. Maybe maybe that's what I'm missing out. Maybe I'm I'm playing it on a harder difficulty. But I, I only I think like all Sonic games, there's one difficulty. I can't recall in any 2D Sonic game there being like difficulty levels. Well, I mean, it's like Mario. It's not really a game. It's not really a game that lends itself to difficulty, is it? But Mario does have difficulty levels. Like, think about it. If you die too many times in a Mario game, you generally get a thing that makes you invincible to get through the level. Like, oh yes, they Nintendo does that. it in a different way. Yeah. Well, they don't do yeah. that in Sonic Superstars. Can you imagine the uproar if they did? Yeah. Hey, oh, this game for children's too easy. Mm. So there you go. I'll yeah. probably never platinum this game or whatever the Xbox equivalent is. What's the Xbox equivalent of? Uh, it, it's just a it's just a full achievement score, isn't it? Like there isn't one. It's just um, I it used to be I got a thousand on this game, and now yeah. that doesn't really exist anymore because most games because some games have more than a thousand. Yeah, yeah. And some games have less. Geometry Wars, 400 points, earned to 200 of them. Still probably put more time into that game than any game I actually 1,000-pointed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I platinumed a game recently. Did you really? You guess what it was? Um, Jimmy wow. Connor's uh, Pro Snooker. Wow. Uh, Lemmings. Who's, who's Jimmy Connor? Jimmy Connor is a guy who's got a snooker game on the Game Boy Color. Um, on I all think that, of Jimmy I think, White when I think of snooker. I think I think I mashed up two sports titles. I think it's. I think it is Jimmy White. I think it's someone else. Connor has a tennis game. It doesn't matter. Oh, um, that fictional game. You platinum that fictional game, right? No, I platinum Sonic Origins. Oh, okay, great. So we've gone from talking about one Sonic game to talking about another one. Good job, Tom. Good job. Thank you. you I, I just Sonic wanted Origins. to get that. Tell out us there, all about it. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's not. I wouldn't say it's a particularly hard game to platinum because all those games contained are on on Sonic Origins are well balanced, well designed, enjoyable experiences. You know that I've played numerous times over the years. So I have no yeah. problem with replaying them and, and still getting the same amount of enjoyment from them. There's also the challenges, challenge mode, where you have to yeah. get an S ranking on 10 challenges for each individual Sonic game on the collection. And, you know, they were quite fun as well. And, and you know, not what's so good about this compilation is it's a, one of the things is its trophies aren't that stupid. You know, you get some games with like, oh, complete... Every Sonic game in under five minutes or something—that's not possible. Yes, but you know things, things like that. And yeah, uh, this this one's got some very reasonable uh, trophies. They don't require you to do absolutely everything in the game, but they require you to say complete all the main games, do enough of the challenges, but don't have to do all of them. You know, unlock yeah. some of the artwork, but don't have to unlock all of it. You know, although I have, I have now because doing the oh, challenges, yeah. you get an awful lot of the uh, the coins in the game, which are the currency for unlocking uh, artwork and music and such. 
Yeah. So if anyone wants to unlock a load of them, I suggest going straight to the uh, challenge mode on the game. There's also the mirror modes. They ask you to try the mirror modes, but not complete every game in mirror mode or anything like that. They ask you to try the boss rush, which is just open the boss rush and close the boss rush if you want to. Uh, so, um, yeah, but I feel there's enough in there that I do feel like I have achieved something by platinum platinuming the game. Platinuming. Good. Um it's the best I, Sonic compilation there has ever been. Good. I'm I'm glad to put that on the front of the box. I would say so. Other people have whined about it, but you know, I don't see I'm sure they have. what what the issues are anyone has with that compilation because it is really well put together and really well presented and the games are as playable as they've ever been, if not even better than they were, because they're the, the the mobile versions, which are now in widescreen, and of course, and they've got extra bits in, and uh, the whole anniversary yes. mode where you also don't have lives, but you collect coins instead of lives, and you know having no lives on Sonic is great because you know something Superstars actually uh, does do. Um, it doesn't need to have you know uh, limited number yeah. of lives, but you can play those older. Uh, original version of the game on there too so uh, I think it's just perfect um, really I, really good I almost I almost purchased it on uh, Black Friday because uh, it came in that snazzy box it looks like like a Mega Drive box and I was like oh yes. that's nice yeah, yeah it's it's so good and I mean for anyone who's, who's, who's criticised it I think the criticisms have come from perhaps uh, how it's not as sharp as it could be in 4K or something but it looks pretty good on my telly um, I don't know. I think, you know, there's those who want their games to look, who buy upscalers and things, who want their games to look like uh, as sharp and as pixel perfect as possible. But Are you looking at me? <laughs> um, no, no, I'm not looking at you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, this compilation, I think, presents the games really well. And I, I don't have any issue with how they look. And I think they do look um, considerably sharper. Then um, ah, remember the Xbox uh, Live Arcade versions or uh, of yes. the games or, or the or the compilations, say the the older compilations uh, of Mega Drive so games. Just the so the Sonic Mega Collection. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's, so I'm I'm really happy with it, and and I'm and uh, it will be something I go back to. It'll be my main way of playing uh, all the Sonic games. Yeah, From now on, go. until they release an even sharper 4K collection. The <laughs> well, I suppose, yeah, Your... with anything, they have to sort of put something in there to give them a reason to release it again, I suppose. Well, I mean, like, it'll just be an X console, won't it? Unless, unless Nintendo finally caves and goes like, oh, actually, we'll allow Switch stuff to be backwards compatible, which would be nice yeah. for a change. But What, what anyway. would you call the next Sonic collection? You've had Mega Collection Origins Classic. Um... Yeah, so Sonic, Sonic, Classics, Sonic Classic, Sonic Ultimate Collection, Sonic it's, Ultimate it's Classics. Yeah, um, yeah, Sonic Origins it, Ultimate Classic Edition. There we go. Put that on a tin. <laughs> I'd buy that. I'd buy that. Yeah. And go, oh, some good quality Sonic. That I don't mind doing voices this entire podcast. You set me off by doing Welsh at the start, yeah. and now I'm, yeah. I'm slipping into it. It's probably because so is I that all right, I've got a cold. Yes, it was. Was that that was wasn't um, a whine or a moan, was it? That that was that was a criticism, uh, a criticism. But uh, oh gosh, can't get my words out. What do you call it? A critique. A critique. Um, a critique. A constructive one. Um, a you constructive, did almost fall in. 
you did almost fall into the internet trap of me allowed be be going like, oh yeah, Sonic games are better when you were a kid, eh? Um, but you didn't. You pivoted out, and you were actually like, oh, the challenge mode and the mirror mode—they're the reasons I really enjoy this collection. So good for you, Tom Parry. You avoided it. I played. Really, I really game. enjoy those games. For me, Sonic Two is one of the greatest video games ever made. It's a ten out of ten. That that game is so perfect. It's yeah. It still astounds me to this day. I'm sure. It, I mean, it, Tom. Like, I, I don't foresee a world in which you will ever not play Sonic Two. It's like me playing Kirby's Dreamland. It's just a game that is so ingrained mm. in, like, me going like, "This is a really good game that I will always play." That game, yeah. I will, I will pick yeah. it up. I'll play it at least once a year and go like, "Oh, that was a good fifteen minutes. Thanks for that." I platinumed the game, Tom, and also a Sega one. Yeah. I did it finally after playing what. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve titles if you count like the Fist of the North Star games and Judgment. No, maybe thirteen actually. Right, let's do this. Zero, one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven. Fuck, it's more than I thought it was. Um, then you have Judgment. Then you have Lost Judgment. Then you've got um. Ishin, then you've got Kaizen, then you've got Dead Souls, um, then you've got the Fist of the North Star game, and now you have, like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, 15 games, Tom. 15. 15 entries into the series, and I finally have a platinum in a Yakuza game. Oh, For the you haven't ever you platinumed. Sonic, I have never platinum. I've come very close to platinuming, I believe, seven. But the last achievement was uh, back to your is seven like a dragon. Five minutes. Oh no, you're right. Um, seven is like a dragon. Six then. Six is the one I almost platinumed. Okay. Um, yeah. What happens is uh, they just like yeah, beat the game on like a dragon mode. It's fine. Um, which is great. Uh, except you need pretty much die in one hit, so you need to like perfectly combo everything. And I was like, I cannot imagine fighting the fucking M boss like this. So Fuck these, this. this is an example of unreasonable, unobtainable. Well, not unobtainable, well, but unreasonable. Not unobtainable. Uh, I mean, like you, there are ways to do it. There are ways to cheese the game. There are ways to like go right. I'm just gonna max out all of my money, and then I'm gonna buy 900 fucking healing items, and I'm just gonna have them all on a go. And every time yeah. I cock up a a counter, which happens quite often in that mode, because you have to be like yeah. precise times. Yeah, um, sounds horrible. Sounds stressful. Yeah, exactly. Sounds Not like fun. something I don't want to do. I tried. Yeah. I got to the third chapter and said, "Life is too short." Yes. Not the yeah. case with the man who raised his name. Uh, man who raised his name, much like Sonic Origins, is just like, yeah, cool. Get fifty. Like fifty's a lot of the upgrades. You don't need to get them all. Who yeah. needs them all? Clearly. This is a side yeah. game. We're not going to waste your time. You don't need... They're for people who have got store. time to waste. You know, some exactly. of us don't have time to waste, you know. It, but it, it, even even the things that usually a Yakuza game would do, it's like, oh, uh, get your get your rank up with this network thing that's in the background. I'm like, oh, man, I'm at 28, and it feels like a real grind to get there. I've done all the side quests. The game's like, don't worry about it. You've done enough. You've done all the side quests. You don't have to worry about this. I'm like, oh, great. I don't have to go and spend hours in a casino trying to play Go um, and using cheat items to try and win games and like suing hey, it off Matt, and on again. Do you have to play any of Daytona or uh, Fighting Vipers to get any of the trophies? Or you, you do. But tell you what, Tom, 
you literally have to play it once. That's it. Oh. You just have to turn it on. You have to play a game. And I've turn heard it off again. that's quite interesting. It's the first time they've emulated the particular that particular piece of Sega hardware. Um, oh, arcade really? hardware. Yes, yeah. Um, I forget what it's called, but the the hardware that, that those games were were made for. Uh, mode th- Mark this is three. Prob- mode three. I can't remember. This is probably why <coughs> then you didn't know the name of that weird Tron game that I played. Um, hmm. Which I'm going to Google because I did make a note of it to say like, oh, actually, I completely misspoke. It's not. It's called this, but now I can't find it. Anyway. <coughs> He's gone off on Jeez. a tangent. I did go off on a tangent, and I have a bit of a sore throat. Um, essentially, it, it is a very good Yakuza game. Um, is very respectful in your time. Like I said, I got platinum in it without having to do much faffing about. Um, the fight against Amon, which is always like the super secret difficult boss, was a mm. massive pain in the ass, but it always is. I knew that going into it, and I was like, well, it's the last human I got. I'm going to do this. Um, all in all, bang up Yakuza game. Um, I I enjoyed it so much that I platinumed it, and I I genuinely think it's a very good entry into the story. I think all of the stuff you do up to maybe the last chapter, where they kind of go like, "Oh, this is how it all fits into like a dragon," uh, i.e., Yakuza Seven was great. That chapter felt a bit like. Oh shit! Well, we got kind of got to explain why we dragged this character back in, and it feels a bit ham-fisted. Mm. But you know, generally speaking, I'm like, yeah, just give me more of this. I actually was looking through the PlayStation list of JRPGs because I was like, oh, what is available at the moment? Because I wanted to get a Two Nights, which I've heard is like Persona, yeah. because I also played a Persona game. Spoilers. Um, I know. And I saw that. Uh, like a dragon was in there. I was like, oh yeah, fuck, i got to go back to playing a JRPG next time. I don't really want to. <laughs> this is so good. It's like, it, it, it is the best free, like, brawling Yakuza game they've done in ages. Um, I preferred the combat to Judgment and Lost Judgment. I think it's really good. I think if you like Yakuza, get it. I think even if you haven't played Yakuza 7, you don't really know, need to know what's going on. Even if you have no intention of playing Yakuza 8. It's a really solid game. It's really enjoyable. Um, Is it's it all better than Ishin? Well, no. I don't <laughs> think so. And there's reasons for that. Okay. Um, I think it's difficult to compare it to a fully fleshed out, like, 30, 40 hour experience. Because it's how I long is I it? Spent, hmm. I spent, like, 20 hours, but that was because I did everything. Mm. And, like, usually a Yakuza game is, like, 60, 70 hours if you want to try and do mm. everything. Um, it it It's a different experience. Like, there's more story. There's more to do. There's more to see. And, obviously, like, they can go a bit more in-depth with the combat than they're able to do in this game. But I think they just... They kind of get out of their own way a bit because it's a shorter game. They just go, yeah, cool. If you, wanna, if you want to buy all of the, like, takedowns, here you go. Just do it. Like, uh-huh. just get it out of the way, just buy it in a way that, obviously, when you're trying to create longevity in a game, you need to be like, well, actually, you're not going to get this super powerful move until, like, 10 hours in, because it would break the game experience. Whereas here, they're just like, go on, go nuts, use your toy box. 
use your little Spider-Man thing to throw people around. Um, use you, you get drones that fly in and attack people. You got a cigarette that blows up James Bond style. It's like, yeah, if you want to just throw them like mini grenades, go for it. Just do it. Mm. Have fun. And that's why I like it. It's got this weird underlining spirit of like, just have fun. Um, <coughs> there's there's the amount of times that Kiryu in a story beat needs to Spider-Man grapple and swing up to something. It's just brilliant. They're just like, yeah, we don't care. We're just gonna we're just gonna go all out. It's good, really good. Really enjoyed my time with it. Like I said, platinumed it, which I didn't. Yeah, that that do, says something, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. Yeah. I did not want it to end, and then I was quite sad when I had done all there was to do. There is a demo for. Um, Oh, gosh. Infinite Wealth. Uh, Infinite Wealth. Thank you, Tom Barry. There is a demo for that uh, that you unlock once you beat the game. I will play it, but again, JRPG. Need my key brawling, not my clicky-clicky, yeah. mashy-mashy magic. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like you're struggling to get through this cold, Matthew. <laughs> yes. My voice is hurting. So, Tom Parry, tell me more about Sonic. <laughs> I think everyone's heard enough about Sonic uh, by this point. Uh I'm trying to think of anything else that I've played to be fair. And there, there is something. Oh yes, I played uh, Sifu. Sifu. Yes, you're familiar with this game. It's uh, I played it on PlayStation Five. It's a third-person brawler, I suppose. Uh, uh, that uh, sort of uh, pays homage to classic kung fu revenge films. Oh yes, I do. I as soon as you said like it's on the PlayStation, I remembered. Yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> Merry Christmas, and um, yeah, it's. It, I wasn't sort of wowed by it though. I heard a lot of great things uh, about this game, and because I'm a big fan of kung fu movies, I thought perhaps and, and fighting games in general. I thought, oh, this you know, this looks like it's got something. So I bought it. I've been holding off for a long while because it's quite an expensive game usually, but it was in the, one of the Black Friday type sales for. Thirteen pounds, yeah. which was, was a heck of a lot less than it usually goes for. So I decided yeah. to pull the trigger on it, as they say, and give it a go. I, I will say before you get into it, you could have also spent thirteen quid, yeah, and bought Wanted Dead. Is it is it digitally on sale for that price? Digitally on sale for thirteen pounds at the moment. Last time I checked, it wasn't. It is now. Well, I'm, I'll now. buy it then. Okay, buy, good. Oh, gosh. If you're going to buy it, I'm going to buy it. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, Rubs that's my great hands price. together. Oh, yeah, great. I, I look forward so to too. playing that. Um, yeah, anyway, you're not bothered about owning a physical copy then. Just just buy it digital. I do want one. I will get one eventually. You think? I was actually thinking about this when I, when I was looking at my Persona games. I was like, oh, I could do a little Persona shrine. I was like, shit, I haven't got most of them physically. I need to buy yeah. them. I'm not too fussed, you know. I'd like to play it, but yeah. Um, I, oh, like a dragon was only digitally released in the in in Europe, wasn't it? I not like a dragon, like a dragon Gaiden. Uh, Gaiden. You got a Japanese copy, yes? Did you? Okay. I, I I spent fucking forty quid, an extra forty quid, to buy a Japanese oh, wow. copy. Yeah. Wow. It needs to go on the shelf. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. <laughs> but I, did, going back... I did debate with myself for a while, though, because there's a PS4 one and a PS5 one, and I'm like, should Which I get one? the PS4 one? I got the PS5. Wow. I was like, yeah. yeah. yeah I, well, it a, matches the white games, um, cover art, doesn't it? The white it does. branding of PS5. 
It does. It looks nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shifu, it was fine. You know, uh, kind of arcade, arcade but, you know, it's evident there's a lot more depth to it than my, than my first scene. And yeah. it's very cinematic as well. Um, mm-hmm. Played from a third-person perspective. It's essentially, you know, like a side-scrolling beat-em-up from a third-person perspective, really. Um, and I'm yeah. swear I've played games like this in the past. You know, uh, much better than that. Uh, what's it called? The Quiet Man, which also. Uh... <laughs> are you are you talking like? Are we talking top down? Or are we talking like behind no, the character? Behind the character. So so you're really in there. You're really in the action. I can't remember. Like, are we talking like really close in the character? Are we talk or are we talking like a bit more zoomed out? Over the, the shoulder bouncer? type. Over the shoulder type. Okay. Um, the ba- okay. I, I guess Quiet Man's a bit more like the the bouncer, but more zoomed in. Anyway, well, Shifu is is very much the camera is behind the character. The the character is left or to the screen, you know, um, um, yeah. sort of like that. I mean, you, you go into an area. There's lots of enemies. You beat them up. You sort of learn all the all the moves. Um, it's not like Yakuza. You don't look at it like from above. You know, you you. It's yeah. very much you follow your character through the level and you fight like that, if that makes any sense. Um, it does. But I wasn't bowled over by it. I found it, I have to admit, a little bit dull. Uh, maybe I because I this. wasn't grafting the complexities of the of the fighting system and maybe making the most of that. Um, I found it was like, yeah, this is just like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, but in 3D, kind of. And it's very well presented. I think this is probably why it's... Uh, been so revered, uh, perhaps by reviewers, which I feel it has. Am I am I correct in saying it's it's well reviewed, Shifu? I heard I heard you had mixed things. Um, I I would compare the review coverage to Trek to Yomi. Yeah. Um, oh. In yeah. that, I think a lot of people were like, "Wow, this is really cinematic. It looks really good, but mm, not that great in terms of like longevity and like." Yeah. newness and feel I, I heard decent things but I also heard like meh yeah I'm just uh, a metacritic now I'm curious to just uh, confirm 8 yeah I mean again but I, I, I think a lot of that was from people talking about the well from what I'd heard anyway the reviewers I'd listened to were just like yeah it looks really nice but similar things to you said that it, it got a bit stale pretty fast. Right, here, movies, games, and something say, boundlessly entertaining, immensely satisfying, and unrelentingly fresh. Um, a wonderfully difficult beat-em-up that puts the player at the forefront of the very martial arts epic, which is correct. So far, it's not been wonderfully difficult, which, you know, is, is, is fine with me. Um fantastic premise and good gameplay that's been ruined by a few glaring issues uh, one of the user reviews says gives it six ps4 version 7 ps5 version 8 you know set 71 ps5 81 okay perhaps you know i still haven't spent enough time with the game to give it a proper critique of course but initial first impressions i expected to be more wowed by it than i actually was and maybe that says more about me than it does about about the game that my expectations um, were higher than than perhaps yeah uh, yeah too high for this particular game okay 
But, you know, I, it's not a game I'm going to leave. I will come back to the game and give it another shot, and I'll be sure to update you on the podcast uh, and all the listeners as to my, my final thoughts on the game. But so far, I'm like, mm, I could have done without it, which is a shame. I thought it would be a must-have. But no. I yeah, don't me too. Um, but again, as we track to your me, I'd heard mixed things when it came out. And so I was like, ah, I don't know if I need to own this game. Yeah, thank so God for Game Pass because I played it on Game Pass and I was like, nope. Nope. No, that's not quite yeah. what I was hoping it would be. Yeah. Which I is kind of. I okay, want... actually. Yeah, go on. <laughs> uh, just, a, just a heads up uh, for people who do the Tom route and go to Metacritic. The enemy review that gives it a hundred, which I think is ridiculous. Um, it's <laughs> not that I've played the game, but like just assuming that it's a hundred out of a hundred is just like mm, I don't think so, based on what I've heard and what you just said. Yeah. The 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 reviewer says it took me fifteen hours to beat uh, this game to beat Sifu, and then I look at uh, how long to beat this as eight and a half hours. So, do you think it's going to hold your attention for eight and a half hours? Hmm. Beat-em-up game overhyped at launch to make you buy it, says someone. Okay, fair enough, yeah. That that makes, that tracks again with what I've heard, but it, oh, I, I don't know. It starts horribly, somebody says. Okay. Right. Let us know, Tom. Don't, 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 just read, don't just read the Metacritic reviews. I think that tells us how little you've played of it so far. Oh, but... it does, yes. You're quite right. I, I'm, I'm going off other people's opinions of the game. It's just fascinating that it's split, really, from people saying it's a perfect game to people saying it's a little underwhelming. You know, so I find that interesting whenever review, reviews come out like that, where one half are saying it's perfect and one half are saying, actually, it's a bit average. They're not saying it's terrible. Yeah. And my perception yeah. of the game so far is it's not... Um, as amazing as a lot of the reviews are uh, making out to be. But let's see. Let's give it a bit more time, and uh, I'll let you know. That is a shame. Um, But, okay, we'll find out next week. Um, That is, of course, if both of us just haven't dropped all of our social lives. We won't find out next um, week. We'll find out the week afterwards. You know what I mean. Tom, I say next week on this podcast. I said la- next week on last week's podcast, and then it came out like a week after it I won't have, even so have fine. internet next week. <laughs> How are you going to survive, you yeah. poor dab? You need to download... Oh, is that why you're downloading everything now? I've got you're one, advantage. two, three... I've got maybe four days without internet next week. Yeah. Wow. Think yeah. how productive you'll be. Think how bored you'll also be. Be I'll good. also be be um, moving, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't really have time to be bored. Um, right, so as someone who's moved with you before, just make sure when you're plugging things in that it's correct voltage, yeah, so you don't end up cooking beans over a stove by torchlight. Oh, God, I forgot that. Was that... Oh, we lost the light, didn't we? We did. Uh, we put a wrong bulb in a lamp and it blew the power. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you, you we all learn... We learn from our mistakes, don't we? We do. I learned how to change an old D-Timey fuse on that night uh, by the light of my phone, which was interesting. And now, you know, we talk about it uh, as, as, a, as a fond memory. We can. That was the early days of the Tom and Matt Shack. That predates yeah. this podcast. Isn't that a nice memory? Yeah. Don't I've been playing some other games, Tom Barry. Yes, um, yes, please, please do. Mentioned. Do tell me. So, um... Trying not to lose my voice. 
I played uh, Persona 5 Tactica to completion um, this last week because I have been down with the sickness and not really able to do much other than... Well-reviewed game. Play. Yeah. Speaking of reviews. Um, I don't know if it is well-reviewed, actually. I have not checked. Um, I've just been enjoying it, so I cannot say. Um, let me have a look at the reviews. Oh, this is I'm so unlike us to be looking at reviews. <laughs> Sorry. I know! Right, okay. I'm not going to do it. Um, I, just, I I'm am. I'm just curious of the Metacritics. Oh, no. Um, yeah, 76. Okay. That's kind of what I expected, to be honest. Um, not to say that that is my score. I don't want my, my numbers ended up on Metacritic. So, Persona 5 Tactica. I've talked a great length on this podcast about how I love Persona 5. Um, I played through the original, um, despite kind of the combat wearing thin towards the end of my like 70 hours with that game, which saying it out loud, I'm like, God, that's a long time to play a video game. Uh-huh. Um, I I loved the characters. I loved the, the, the story. There were some things I didn't quite like in the middle that felt a bit mm, to me, but it was all, all in all really positive experience. Yeah. So much so that I played um, Persona 5... Um, Dancing All Night, uh, which is a rhythm game, which is something I wouldn't usually do. Really enjoyed my time with that. Persona 5 Strikers came out, and I fucking loved it. I thought it was such Mm. a good game. I thought the action combat of a Musha game was like, oh my god, this is going to revolutionise all the Musha games that come after it. This is amazing, and and it isn't. It's an anomaly. It, It is the one game, I think, within that genre that I have absolutely adored because it feels like an action RPG. Yeah, did he happen to play any of the Persona Pirate Warriors? Not Persona, flipping heck. One Piece Pirate Warriors. Yes, I I game. did, but they are very much traditional Musha traditional. games in a way yeah, right. that Strikers isn't. Strikers is very yeah. unique. It's very cool. Okay. Um, Yeah, so Tactica came out. I, I had high hopes because I, as I've said on this podcast, and I will continue to say, I have all of a... Um, a manga series that is a spin-off manga because there's there's a Persona manga which is a retelling of the story but then obviously I was like oh should I read this and I started reading it and part of the joy of the Persona games for those of you who haven't played them is that there's a lot of like social stuff there and there's a lot of like choices you can make in which characters you hang out with and how the story develops and obviously that agency is taken away from you in a manga because it's a manga. It has a beginning and an end. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't really like that the ship in the main character with this character. That's not the choice I made. Oh, no. Why am I hearing about this character's backstory now? I don't really care about them. Anyway, there is that manga. And then there is a another manga series that is its own Phantom Thieves like spin-off. Hey, this is its unique story. And then there's one called like Comics a la carte, which is like small comics that are in Shonen and Jump to pad out runtimes and stuff, which is seems cool, but it's gags rather than like a mm. proper Persona comic. So the, I will play and read anything Persona Five. I really like these characters. Tactica was coming out. It was like great. Not sure how I feel about this art style. Hate tactics games, and that is something I must premise before I go into this. I absolutely despise yeah. turn-based tactic games. It's t- turn-based, yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. like say, Final Fantasy Tactics, like, along these yes. lines. That's one um, of the more famous like ones. Fire Emblem, Ogre Battle, um, these kind of yeah. things. It is not a grid-based tactics game, like something like Into the Oh, Beach, it isn't. In okay. that sense. 
Well, it no, it is right. That's a, that is me misspeaking. No, it isn't. It isn't a grid based one because you actually free run. You have limited movements and stuff like a. Oh, what the hell's like that name of that other Sega Tactics games? Uh, Valkyrie uh, Profile, Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah, that's the one, right? V- Valkyrie Val- Profile. Yeah. Valkyrie Profile hmm. is a Square Enix game. Valkyrie Chronicles is the Sega one. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. Are, um... I think right. Oh, they on the, in, in the battle. Chronicles. You're in like um. Yes. You've in played like it. Weird, in like, like an old worldy. Alter uh... World War Two. Yes. Yeah. Valkyrie... They've subsequently released. Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria. They, I think they've released like four or five of those games now. I think mm. one of those games is a Musha game, weirdly enough. Anyway, that's besides the point. It's like that. You can run around an environment. You have free roam within the space, but you have yeah. like movements areas set by your character's stats and everything yeah. else. Um, it is a sequel to Strikers, um, even though the events of that game really aren't mentioned. Um, again... And as as Strikers did, which I think was a bit poor, uh, completely ignores uh, the character from uh, Persona 5 Royale. There is a DLC with her if you want to play that, but it's a completely different story. Um, she is not in this game. Uh, it is just the, the classic Phantom Thieves from the original game. Uh-huh. So they are, they are all there. Morgana is there. Makoto is there. Ryuji is there, etc. Et all, all your favourites... All your favourites. Um, so the premise of this game, obviously, is not a turn-based combat system. What remains is, obviously, you are using personas. They have uh, magical abilities called arts, and you are using them to battle monsters. Um, it does introduce some cool mechanics. There's lots of, like, scale and things, and so you can knock monsters off things and, like, do combos. You can also do an all-out attack, which is what you would do in a traditional Persona game when you down an enemy that everyone piles in and beats them up. Sure. It's kind of cool. Um, I like how they translated the Persona 5 mechanics into a tactics game. I played it on the easiest difficulty, which is called Safe, because I played the first kingdom of the game through um on regular and i was like ah oh, fuck this i hate tactics games like i don't <sighs> it's just I, I just don't get any pleasure from them because they require a particular kind of gameplay of like thinking through things and going like right if i move here i'm going to be in the range of this enemy and like there's buttons you can press. You can hold down the R trigger, and it'll show you the movement of everyone. And you're like, right, I need to be behind cover. I can't. I just, I don't care. I really. It's, well, you've does, already established you don't like me. these type of games. So the fact that there's an option to play the game differently, it sounds like. Well, at, at least easing my frustrations of them enough for me to get through the game. Right. That said, I did by the end of it go like, okay, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with this now. Like, I mm. the even being able to like dodge the, my frustrations with the gameplay kind of ended up making it feel a bit boring towards the end because there wasn't really any challenge in it. Yeah, okay. Whereas I imagine if I would have flicked it back up to normal difficulty, I would have hated it and probably not completed the game. So that was that was the thing I took. Story-wise, um, I think they do an interesting thing with this game. Um, the Phantom Thieves are obviously the characters you are playing. Um, slight spoiler, I guess. Ooh. The story doesn't really revolve around them. Ooh. More so than 
there are characters that are introduced into this game who, um, as would happen in any other traditional Persona game, you are kind of supporting them and helping them figure out their shit, which I think is kind of cool, because okay. the Phantom Thieves are still there. They will still do their bits. The writing, yeah. very, very good. Laughed out loud, a good... Well, it's just lots, just lots of times. There were lots okay. of really silly lines um, that really made me enjoy my time of the game. Um, I kind of can't critique the tactics point because, like I said, I, I have hated tactics games. I've tried my best to play through ta- uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. I've tried to get into Fire Emblem. I just can't do it. Do you it. like Advance Wars? I do, but mm. as we're that into is the very bridge, much why why I tripped over, yeah, Advance Wars is kind of Fire Emblem. It's kind of like my first Fire Emblem, if that makes any yeah. sense, which is why I can kind of tolerate it. I never, I've never beaten an Advance Wars game. I always get about halfway through and then go like, okay, the difficulty is the point now. Yeah. Where everything I do, I die. So fuck yeah. this. Yeah. Um, there is a mode like this, supposedly, in most of the Fire Emblem games who can enjoy the visual novel aspects of it. If I'm going to compare it to anything, it's obviously a Fire Emblem game because there's uh-huh. a lot of the... A lot of the characters and a lot of the storytelling and stuff is there to support the main game. It hasn't got like romance options and stuff that you would traditionally see in a Persona game because, like I said, it's the characters interacting with this new cast of characters that are introduced in this game, helping them figure out their shit. So all of that stuff is like you supporting them, yeah. talking to them, yeah. getting more information, more backstory. I think it's all really, really well done. Um, like I said, as someone who hates tactics games, if you were on the fence about this... I think good times can be had. From what I understand, um, the difficulty of the tactics also wraps up really well. I I read some stuff, and some people were like, "Oh, it's a bit easy towards the end," but like they were playing it on the hardest difficulty. And so I think, if you are very well versed in tactics yeah. games, maybe you will find this a bit easier. I will say the combat is quite simplistic. And obviously the stuff that they borrow from the other Persona games, like the the takedowns and all this kind of stuff, make the game like they make the game more easy than I think a traditional tactics games would. Because you can you can go all out and like you create this really big triangle, the game's really good at saying like, okay, well, wherever your characters are on the board, whatever's in the middle of them, great. All of, you will attack all those enemies when you go all out, which is great. It helps you clear boards really quickly. There's also challenges on every level, like beat this in a particular amount of turns, which I imagine, honestly, like I struggle to do them even on easy. So I imagine on a harder difficulty, it would be it would be nail biting stuff. So I think there's enough there to do that. All in all, I I think it's really good. I do, I wouldn't say like, oh my god, you must play this game. I don't think to the same level as I don't know. I think Strikers is a must-play. If you if you enjoyed Persona, uh, Persona Five regular or Royale, I would say like you need to play Strikers. Strikers is a fucking excellent game and is a perfect companion to it. I think that this game is good, um, much in the same way that I think the Dancing All Night is good. I if you like these characters, you like spending time with them, I would say give it a go. I wouldn't say rush out and buy it uh, if you don't like tactics mm. games. That is, if you like tactics games, go for it. Interestingly enough, the final thing I will say on it, the side story 
where you can play as um, the girl from Royale and, oh, I've forgotten his name, the detective character from the first game. Um, very good. It introduces an entirely new mechanic that's just in this, like, four or five hour DLC, where essentially it adds, like, a Splatoon mechanic, mm. where whenever you hit enemies, they splat out paint because it's all graffiti-based. Mm. And that allows you to, like, dominate areas and you can do different attacks and stuff. I was like, hmm, okay. I'd twist, actually... Yeah. This seems fun. I haven't played anything like this. And even playing it on... I, I played it on the regular mode because I was like, well, it's only four hours long. I'm sure it won't get that difficult. And, like, there's no levelling up or anything in it. It's okay. very bare bones. I think it's just the tactics encounters. I was like, I'd play a full game of this, which is not something I thought I would say. So... Hmm. I would say even get it, get the digital deluxe version and get the DLC because I think the DLC, very very good. Um, even as someone who doesn't like tactics games, so if it's your bag, give it a go. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. And uh, very Sega centric uh, this episode. Very Sega centric. So let me throw in a curveball, hmm. Tom Parry. I've also played a little bit of Super Mario RPG. Yes. You've, is this the game you've played Switch. before? Is it? It is a game that I have played before on an emulator. It is one of those games that has always eluded me. I've seen many physical copies before games were worth more money than God. Um, and it's just one of those things I'm always like, oh, I'll pick it up later. Like, I don't need it. Like, anytime I come across it, it's generally with other JRPGs. And so I'm like, ooh, Lufia. Or as a kid, I was like, ooh, Secret of Mana. Like, it, it yeah. always tends to crop up when there's something there I want more than it. And I think about the stage in collecting now where there's not really much I want. And I'm like, oh, I've got this on the, on the Super Nintendo Mini. I yeah. I think I have it on my Wii. Like, I don't need a physical copy of it. Because honestly, had this not come out, I probably wouldn't have played this game. Um, no. I, I'm not a huge fan of the Mario and Luigi games. And they kind of spring from this game. But it is a Squaresoft RPG at the end of the day, isn't it? It is and a Squaresoft sort RPG. Sort of your bread exactly. and butter, is this? Yes, it is in that wheelhouse of mid-90s uh, Square RPGs. Even though I'm not sure they had anything to do with this remake. I'm pretty no. sure this remake no, I, is just No, another um, developer created this remake from what I, I know. Yeah, I... I am. Um, I'm just checking who that is, but I. I'm 99. I. I definitely have not seen a Square logo. So like, even though it's been remade, it's not anything to do with. Square. Yeah, I suppose what say uh, not say Nintendo own it. So they, do. they and can I get think... anyone to remake it. They they want. Square don't have a say. Yeah. No, I guess not. I mean, I guess it's one of those things that are like, well, what are you going to do with it? It's like Donkey Kong Country and Rare, right? They probably. There's something in there where, for a long time, those games didn't really get re-released. But then, I think they've just gone like, well, we'll buy you out of it, or we'll buy your part of it. The same way they probably had to do with GoldenEye. Who knows? Mm. But anyway, um, this remake is, from what I've seen, quite interesting. Um, It is definitely the old game. Um, All of the stuff I really liked when I was younger as a team playing it on an emulator is still intact. Like, Mario is still a silent protagonist. Even though everything is now rendered in really nice uh, 3D, it still kind of maintains a little bit of that, like, chubby the style. style. Yeah. yeah. The art direction, um, it, The squat Mario um, that I loved from that original Super Nintendo game is here. Um, 
and along with it, there's a few quality of life improvements. Like, um, there's auto saves now. You can use save points to use manual saves, but literally, as you walk out of an arena, it will save. So if you die, you don't have to worry about save points. Um, they have done some changes. So the combat of this game, as you will have known from playing the Mario and Luigi game, is essentially it's turn-based. But when you hit an enemy, and when they hit you. You, if you time the press of the A button with the impact, uh, you will do a larger hit. Or in the case of enemies, yeah. you will block all damage. That, in the original, used to be um, precise. It used to have to be like, if you did not hit it, you did not hit it. Right, this yeah. game has a system where you have like a complete list, a good and a great. Like Guitar Hero style, you know? Like... There's the what you get an extra bonus when you hit stuff bang on, which is there's no damage, or in the case of you hitting an enemy, it does an AOE damage, so it hits the entire enemy group, which is cool. Mm. Or there's just like you hit them more and they hit they hurt more, or you you deflect some of the damage. It's kind of interesting. Mm. Overall, I I think it's very good. Um, it, there's a lot of that charm there. If you have a lot of nostalgia for this game, I would say you should play it. I'm at the third star, I think, I just got. Out of the seven, um, the original title of the game being um, The Secret of the Seven Stars. But I will say, um, in spite of all the Square Enix charm and everything else, it is a very easy game. It is a an RPG that is designed for people who are not familiar with RPGs, and so it feels very strange to, like... I was trying to grind at the start of it because that's where my brain goes whenever I play one of these games. I'm like, right, I'm going to get to level 10 in the first area, then I'll have to grind for a while, and then I'll do it again later when it feels easy enough or I start encountering difficulty. You can't really do that with this game. Um, as soon as you start killing enemies, you realise, like, they're giving me 3 XP. That's really weird. You're like, mm. oh, I must have just leveled out to this area. And then you go, and then I was getting 4 XP from some of the enemies sure. around the third star, which is like... Almost the midpoint of the game. Mm. So it, it's not about that. It's just about, you know, the combat and the dressings of an RPG to tell this more robust Mario story. Okay. I think it's cool. I, I really like it mm. a lot. Um, the music is beautifully orchestrated. It is like... Mm. It, it was always nice spins, like that era square having a spin on like classic Mario themes, but now they just they're beautifully orchestrated. I would oh, music oh. ten out of ten. Oh yeah. You can tell when you do a chef's kiss, you know you you really like that music. Exactly. They're gonna they, that's gonna go on boxes in the future. Me me doing a chef's kiss. Um it it's yes. good. It's a really it's a really good game. Um yeah, I, I'm just gonna keep repeating the word it's really good. Um uh, like I said, I, I oh, think yeah. if well, that's a, for a gift for a kid for Christmas who has not yeah. played an my RPG, first RPG. Mario, there my first go. RPG. Yeah. Great stuff. That's it for me. Those are the games <laughs> I've played. Like it. That's yeah. That's it for um, my throat also. I haven't played much else. I did have a quick bash on Quake 2 on the Xbox the other day. You know, I was playing on the PC a few uh, months or so ago. And, uh, yeah, great game. It plays very well on Xbox as well. You know, this is the um, re-release of Quake 2, which I... Th Who's handled this? Is it Night Dive, I think, perhaps? Um, but it, it's it's a uh, fully featured um, 
um, re-release of, of Quake 2 and it's yeah I really enjoy you know I just sat down to have a quick go on it see what it was like on console compared to PC I ended up playing it for quite a while and, and uh, yeah I, I must say I, I do really like Quake 2 as a lot of people will contest to and um, this also includes say um, the N64 version of Quake 2 which is a little different so it's nice that that's included in the package it's the same as the PC release that I played a while ago but yeah I yeah. wondered how would this feel on the controller and I thought at first, oh, God, I, I wish I was playing it on PC. But it didn't take too long for me to adjust to playing it on a controller. I beat Quake 4 on the Xbox 360. I think it's pretty yeah. comparable. Yeah. Yeah. Quake 4 is like, not known like to be one of the one of the best entries, is it? I've never played Quake 4. Not very good, is what I will say. <laughs> but I spent 60 quid on it, and so I was going to have my fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least in in this version of Quake Two, you have uh, the option to adjust the sensitivity of the X Y axis, you know, for for aiming and yeah. such. So, um, that's that's quite nice to have that flexibility. And at first, I thought, wow, this because it moves like a mouse, it moves too fast. At first, I thought for playing it on yeah. a console, but actually, you want it faster with with this yeah, game rather do. than than slower. Yeah. So it it is it is the right sort of default setting to put it on. To, to be quite fast and loose with the the aiming, you have to be with those games. Yeah, absolutely, because they're designed that way. So, yeah, I think that's it. That's a good version of of the game if you want to play it on on consoles. I also got the the Quake One version. I don't know what, why I'm getting them on console. Also, as well as PC, I'm not sure. Sometimes I want to be on my sofa playing Quake. I suppose probably that's and very cheap, a couple of quid, I think. I'm on the sofa watching For play Quake. Play Quake. Oh, oh. Lovely. I like that, man. It's beautiful. Uh, I've not played any more of Wonder, Mario Wonder this is. So um I think once I'm done with Sonic, obviously I'll I'll get over to uh, to Mario and, and, and play the rest of that. Um which has been very enjoyable so far. Is there anything else, Matthew? Oh, a bit of dirt two point um, Ooh, sometimes I feel I've, I'm getting a bit dirty. Sometimes I feel like a rally game, so I, I was playing a bit of that. Of course, Fortnite's got a lot of new stuff happening. I'm interested to jump in and see what what that's like. Uh, yep. I, yeah. I tried to do the Big Bang last night, and I couldn't get on. Yeah. <sighs> tried twice. What time um, was that? I watched it. It was at eight p.m. our times so seven yours and ten, and then there was a one in the early hours, but I couldn't get into both. Um, annoying. So I was really. watching Doctor Who at that time. <laughs> Actually, yes. I, I was asleep um, watching Doctor Who because I, the, the, I have a terrible habit with Doctor Who is to fall asleep every time I watch it. That's why I don't watch Doctor Who. <laughs> I'm kidding. I actually don't mind Doctor Who. Um, no, I. It's uh, yeah. It. It was interesting. I mean, obviously, there was the, the Lego reveal. Um, it was part of the Big Bang event. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was a racing event showing, like, a kart racer almost, which looked kind of interesting. Um, and then there was the... Racing event? Slim... Sh- oh. Yes. It saw, like, it, it essentially cool. it was just showing that there was loads of, like, different universes and stuff within this thing. And, like, the characters kept popping in and out of these, like, wormhole things. One of them, they turned them into minifigures. One of them uh, put them on the back of, like, big RC car things. Um, And then the other one was just a Slim Shady concert. It was a bit of M&M at the end, which felt really odd compared to the other bits, but it's fine. 
you got to see a really big yeah. Eminem talk really, really fast and have half of it bleeped out, so you couldn't understand what he was saying. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. I, I will, yeah. I will see no what's one, going um, on. So I assume there's a new map now as well, isn't there? Because the OD um, season ended, and now we've got a new new map to play on. I right? assume so, based on what I could see. I mean, there was a meteor hitting the OG map, so I assume that it did something. Mm. Um, I watched a trailer, actually, uh, for the the new season. It looks like there's loads of like grappling and stuff um, and lots of like traversing okay. things that look kind of interesting. Weirdly, the it's IP... still going to be Fortnite. They the... bring it... Yeah, it is. The IP characters they're bringing in. Um, family Guy... And I was like, uh, great. Striking while the iron's hot. No, yeah, um, not exactly current, well, is it, Family Guy? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, yeah. And then uh, Solid Snake popped out of a cardboard box. And I was like, take my money. Take it. Oh, we, so oh Konami are going Solid all Snake. in now, aren't they? We're, we're going to they are. Uh, yeah, make as much as hey, we man. can. Uh, we, we've sat on the um, uh, Metal Gear franchise for a little while. Now we'll go all in. They wanna, they wanna give me a um, a pyramid head. I'll be, I'll be fine with that. If they wanna go, yeah, use a Belmont. I'll be like, yeah, go on, take my money as well, Konami. Yeah. Go for it. Like, okay, yeah. I imagine there's probably more money in Fortnite than Pachinko. Would be my guess. So, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. see what the future holds. Yeah, but yeah. It, it look interesting. Cool. Yes, yeah, um, so Look forward. Give to, that a go. Look forward to rolling up my sleeves and getting into it. From what I saw of the like the character lineup, I was like, oh, I don't know if I need to buy the battle pass. Doesn't look like there's any interesting new skins, but we'll see. I'll buy the snake one. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think that's about me wrapped up. I did pick up another game uh, which was on sale over Black Friday, which is very cheap. It was an um, arcade game developed by Weststone. Weststone, who did the um, Wonder Boy games. Um, yeah. And it was an arcade style platform game with beautiful pixel graphics, uh, fun music, and a little a bit of a uh, grabbing mechanic. So we could uh, pick enemies up and throw them. And I, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> really? But, uh, I was just like, is it? Is, I was just like, did he? Did he say the studio is called Weststone? I was like, hmm. Weststone, I, I think. I, think. I could be right. Something. Whetstone. Yeah, that's a, for sharpening mm. a knife or a sword. Let me find out. Let me find out. We're both furiously typing away. Is it? Uh, they are called the developer. Then they did Wonderball. Uh, am, I, am, I, am I just crazy? West, called the game I'll tell Weststone. West. West one. That does not come up when I Google it. Um, the people. It's not spelled. It's not. Um, it's West. What? It's spelled West One. All one word. Oh, okay. So like We Stone. We Stone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why am I using this? Bing? Comes up as. What's going on here? I don't know. Uh, this comes up as an American audio company for me. What was the game called? Okay, I tell you what. Let's. Uh, let's let's um, let me play the game again. And uh, oh yeah, it's called Clockwork Aquario. Aquario. There you go. It's called Clockwork oh, Aquario. Okay. Okay. 
My internet is slow. I know. Um, I've not been able to see you for a long time. Yeah, okay, you, you've so, been um, speaking in um, disjointed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just me, Tom. Right. Okay. Yeah. So when you say the Wonder Boy people, you mean the original Wonder Boy people, not the gaming atelier, yeah. the French company remade Wonder Boy. No. The original Wonder Boy people. That is why I was confused. Apologies, listeners. Yeah. But, this um, is cool. So... It's last arcade game. Yeah, and it's really good. Really fun. Very colourful. Uh, I got it for three quid or something. And uh, I have to say, it was uh, definitely a good purchase. Yeah. Really it, good game. It has that, like, cute em up aesthetic, even though it looks yeah. like it's a side-scrolling... It's a platformer, right? Or is it a beat map? It's hard to tell from the There's very little platforming in what I've played of it. It's, it's more like um, defeating enemies and bosses. No, <coughs> oh, okay. But it is, oh, yeah, it's only like... it is a platform game. Okay, cool. That, this looks nice. I, I yeah. might pick this up myself. If I have any time between playing <coughs> Dead, of course. Sorry. And coughing It's not on um, no, it's sale right. anymore. It's fine. Yeah. I may pay full price to it, Tom, if it is a Tom Parry recommendation. Let's see. Okay, right. Good. You're coughing. I'm coughing. So yeah, I'm struggling now. If you've been, yeah, yeah, me too. I need, I need lubrication. I need some. I need some tea. Me too. I haven't got a glass water, of water. Maybe a lemon. Oh. <coughs> I don't either. While you cough your lungs up, I will say, uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can find us in a variety of places, such as on X at Tom Amat Attack, a Game Boy for me at Tom Parry 11 for him. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tom Amat Attack. We are on a variety of listening, perusing platforms of your pleasure. We're on TomAmatAttack.com forward slash podcast. We're on BlastProcess.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Um, we got a nice Spotify rap, ironically, uh, for podcasters. Um, many thanks yeah. to our listeners out there. Uh, the Quake episode was apparently the most downloaded, so hats off to you. You like Quake too. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Give us cheeky rate and subscribe, etc., etc. My voice is literally giving out, so I will say it. Uh, thanks, Tom. Thanks, listeners, and uh, everybody, game on. You've done very well, Matt. Uh, game on, everyone.